Hello and welcome back to the Create Me podcast and the last episode in this series of special conversations in partnership with City Moves as a part of the um, Dance Live Digital Online Festival. And today my conversation is with Wacko. Um, he is a dancer, also a dance teacher um, at City Moves and, and also he has a very much keen interest in American football as well. So we kind of covered quite a lot during this conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy and I'll catch up with you soon. So yeah, um, back for the last episode in a series of conversations um, in partnership with City Moves and part of the Dance Life Festival. Um, today, my guest is Wako. Um, how's it going, man? It's going good. It's going good. I didn't know it was the last one, so I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that makes it the best one. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no pressure at all, man. Yeah, but um, yeah, so like. Just for like the listeners, could you tell them a little bit about um, a little bit about yourself? Okay, yeah, um, my name is Wako. Um, I am from Aberdeen, Scotland. Um, born in Kenya, I am a dancer, um, a bit of an amateur athlete, um, and I I trade forex as well. That's uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and like so. For you then, like, how did you kind of like, first of all, how did you kind of like get involved or find an interest in dance? Dance goes, goes way back. It goes way back, um, but not as far back as for most. Most people perhaps would start when they're children and stuff. Um, I like to ride my bike and watch TV. That was it. But <laughs> I love to play football as well. I was really into, um, well, regular football. Um, football as we know it in the UK. Um, Mm -hmm. it was only until, um, I met another dancer from Aberdeen, um, MC, and, uh, he used to kind of teach us some little routines for events Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and I would get involved. Um, I found it quite fun to do and it was only, I can probably pinpoint the exact moment to when I watched, um, America's best dance crew season one. And, um, I saw the Jabberwockies perform and dance and their whole, you know, mindset towards it with imagination and, um, mm-hmm. you know, musicality blew me away. And from there, I thought, I just found myself, you know, dancing <laughs> everywhere I went from then on. And I guess that's, oh, okay. that's how it began. Yeah. Cool. And I guess like for the listeners, like hopefully they do know who the Jabberwockies are, like they all wear masks and that's why it's like their synchronization looks really cool. You don't actually see their faces. So like, um, I think, I think they've been performing a lot in Las Vegas as well. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, they've, yeah. they've you know, um, redone, well, they've, 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 you know, um, continued to, uh, hold a, a spot, you know, out there, which is quite mm-hmm. amazing, you know, um, regular yeah. shows in, in a place like that so so yeah very mm-hmm. inspiring and uh yeah, yeah. so you, you know you mentioned like obviously like jabberwockies and also like um the very first guest in the series of conversations um mc as well um but who else has kind of like inspired you in terms of dance over the years um apart from mc mc would maybe have been the initial spark um as well as, as I mentioned, watching, you know, um, TV shows and stuff like that, um, movies. Um, and from there, I guess, um, the more concrete, you know, um, 
inspirations were friends. Um, I had a few friends who were actually really good dancers as well, um, which is, you know, interesting for growing up in Aberdeen. But <laughs> we have mm -hmm. a lot of people from different places living here, and uh, you never know who you might bump into. It's like birds of a feather; they just tend to flock together. If you, you know, someone spots you dancing in the street one day, you know, <laughs> later on. But yeah, um, mm -hmm. I had a few friends who um, were pretty good at dancing, and I would pick up moves from them, and mm -hmm. um, maybe even started a few crews along <laughs> along the, the the years that uh, you know okay. fizzled out and stuff. But but yeah, um, I picked up a lot of inspiration from there, um, and I think uni was also quite a good um you know introduction to some different types of dancing you know hip-hop was the main was the main thing from the beginning but then i also picked up um the sort of more african styles from from uni and hanging around people there and um yeah it just opened my mind to a whole new you know sphere of dance um mm -hmm that also helped me with the hip hop as well, you know, helped me with inspiration and to become a bit more of an individual artist in a sense. Mm. So do you think then that was he kind of almost in a sense kind of created your own style with like the mix with the elements of like the African, the cultural bits and also with like the modern day kind of hip hop dancing? Yes, I would say that. Um, I would say it definitely inspired, um, you know, the energy with which I dance and the, the way I think about it. I tend not to, to, to count so much. I know a, a lot of mm -hmm. uh, dancers like to count, but I like the feeling of it, the, um, you know, the musicality. It, it ends up in time, don't worry. <laughs> it ends up in time. But, uh, but yeah, um, I'm also still um, very much, uh, uh, you know, I like to stick to sort of like a basic set of rules whenever I'm doing a certain dance. Every, every sort of dance style has its own rules. Hip hop might not be as rigid as, you know, the other styles, but they still do have, you know, definitions, you know, um, a top is 90 degrees, et cetera, et cetera. So um, once you stick to that, it actually, I feel like helps with the aesthetic of the movie. It helps it look, look good as well. Um, so I wouldn't go as far as to say I'm very modern, still quite old, old school, but um, mm. the music, I would say is maybe the biggest thing that I would take from. I might not dance to, um, you know, strictly hardcore hip hop, you know, from only the, you know, 18, you know, 19, whatever. I won't be that, <laughs> that, that strict on it, but um, yeah. technique wise, I'd be strict. Music wise, I'm open yeah. to, you know, explore different things. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, you know, Wacko, um, you mentioned like musicality there and it's something that I've just kind of recently kind of just seen, like just been, just, just kind of prepare myself for, like these kind of conversations and like I've been like following like the the two French twin guys, the twins. <laughs> and I've seen like kind of stuff like musicality. I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's what musicality is. It's literally kind of like on the point of like the tune of the music, they kind of like their body moves in flow with it. Is that is that kind of like the right way of actually describing it? I'm probably getting it completely wrong. It's a, it's yeah, it's it's like everyone will be able to relate, but even people who don't dance, if you're watching a show and you see an incredible dancer and you don't know why it's incredible, you can almost feel the music. It's almost like their body is making the music. Like when you move, mm -hmm. it's a certain sound, you know, goes along with it. It's like you can almost hear what they're doing. 
as you're watching it. It's like, yes, it's like, like you said, it flows together. Mm-hmm. Um, and imagination comes in, the, in it as well. I know the twins, they like to, to play around with um, different sound effects and, yeah. um, and they'll create visuals. Like when you hear a breaking noise, they might, you know, twist or whatever, and mm-hmm. do like a little crackle and they might twist, you know, in a weird way, uh, stuff like that. Um, it le- really gets you involved in the whole experience because you can, you can feel like, like, like you almost feel what they're doing instead of just, you know, um, the music, you almost forget about the music. It becomes like one sort of thing. Yeah. No, it's really, it's really kind of beautiful to see when it's actually, you know, in that kind of, in that element or that kind of moment in time, how it just kind of just flows naturally, you know, so it's like so succinct as well. And I think like, to me, in my mind, I think like, I'm like, I couldn't do anything like that. <laughs> but, you know, for you, for yourself, is that kind of just taken, like, did that kind of come naturally to you, that kind of musicality, or did it kind of take a while to kind of get that kind of flow into that, that the rhythm of the music and the beat? Yeah, I suppose there's only really, you know, two, two types of dancer, I suppose. Um, either, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of drilled into you and, you know, you grow to love it or, you know, you just start off loving it, you know, from the beginning and, and it might seem like it's natural, but, um, I would say perhaps the, the best dancers or the best dancer in the room is the guy or girl who's having the most fun. Um, mm-hmm. is a little quote that I heard recently. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like an, an infectious energy. And I suppose, yeah, um, it did kind of, um, come naturally as far as rhythm went but um i started from complete scratch you know mm-hmm. um i didn't come from a dancing background in any way shape or form um you know i think i must have been mid you know early to to mid teens when i started dancing mm-hmm. so um it just came from you know the old story of standing in front of the mirror and <laughs> repeating <laughs> trying to yeah. trying to copy what i saw someone else do how did they do that you know um i'll break it down all the way and then piece it back together like uh you know like a car basically like how how did that mm-hmm. move look like that you know how did it how did it create that effect along with the music and um i think that's kind of how how i did it just <laughs> just you know loads and loads and loads of practice yeah you know you know i think from like all the kind of conversations i've been having so far what i've kind of recognized there is so much so much discipline needed in terms of like you know being a dancer and actually being consistent and keeping up with like practicing or dancing and like how how do you kind of find that actually kind of like um maintaining that kind of level of actually being consistent all the time in terms of like your practice it comes easier when you're doing something that you truly love to do. So with dance, um, I wouldn't even see it as, you know, some people, you might hear the term training, you know, I train, you know, Monday, Friday, Thursday, and stuff like that. Um, If you you see it that way as a chore, um, you know, you might find it difficult, you know, certain months. Mm -hmm. But if you um, like to listen to music a lot, like I do, um, you'll just find yourself, you know, you know, busting the move. You know, it's just uh, mm-hmm. practices all the time. It's constant, um, and I don't even see it as practice. I just, I just see it as having fun, and mm-hmm. that goes that goes for all the other things I do as well with the, you know, American football and with everything else. You know, 
um yeah practice can be can be hard and painful but <laughs> but it's uh, it's um it's, it's when it's when it's game day or it's when you're on that stage or it's when you're in the mm -hmm. studio that that you know um you can then all the practice can just turn into having fun with it yeah, because um, that's one thing I want to touch base with you on as well, the American football bit, because I had a look online before having a chat with everyone. I saw like, oh, the guys wearing like American football kind of thing. So how did that all kind of come about? Um, that one, that's a, that's a funny story. Um, my very first exposure to, um, you know, the possibility of playing. I remember um, turning up to, um, there was an AU, Athletic Union Fair, uh, um, uh, the University of Hull, and I was walking through, and a guy wearing some shoulder pads, you know, spinning a ball in his hand, came up to me and he asked, um, "You interested in playing American football?" I feel like what he should have gone with is, you know, just <laughs> general conversation to begin with, you know, you know, kind of, you know, ease me <laughs> into it, because I was, yeah. I was very, very, very set on finding wherever the the the, the regular football you know, table was. I wanted to sign up and play 11 aside. So I, I flat out refused. I was like, no, <laughs> I'm okay. But then, um, as the weeks and as the weeks went on, um, in my first year of uni, um, I noticed that a few of my friends actually would be hanging out with them, you know, training. I'd see them walking towards the practice field, like all 40 to 50 of them you know, carrying all the equipment and stuff, joking and laughing. And then I thought, um, that's something I never really have, have witnessed with a lot of teams in general, um, regardless of what sport. I haven't noticed such a camaraderie and stuff. And they all seemed so close and they were just, you know, having fun with each other. And at that point, I'd, of, I'd often felt quite, you know, alienated from most people. Mm -hmm. um, just felt like different, not because of anything weird per se, but um there just wasn't much in common i didn't get the you know the banter even when i was playing football um with my 11 mm -hmm. aside teams growing up there was no it was it was very political you know um if the coach likes you you play sort of thing like there was no yeah. kind of progression but with mm -hmm. this with american football i learned that it was something that everybody can improve at um and there's this position for every single you know body type you know mentality whatever you want mm -hmm. Um, and it took, you know, maybe about a year and a bit of, you know, riding the bench and <laughs> going to practice right. before I finally got that, that call and the coach, you know, before I ran on the field, he grabs me and he says, um, I just want you to let you know that you earned this. And then he oh, sent okay. me on the field and, you know, mm -hmm. it's just from then on, it's been history. Um, we've mm -hmm. won a, a, a national championship with Aberdeen. And um, yes, it's been we've been promoted to Division One now, and it's yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's been a it's been an amazing ride. Well, that sounds very cool, man. It's obviously that there's a lot of kind of positive things kind of going on, you know, for you at the moment. And you know, I kind of want to kind of touch base and kind of find out like how did you kind of get involved with like working or like with City Moves? Um, City Moves uh, have been well, we've known them for a while. Um, I was mainly kind of involved with uh, MC's, um, you know, um, non-profit, the Hip Hop School Scotland. Mm. And um, uh, they had, uh, you know, they, they had a awareness of each other, but hadn't really worked together very much until recently um, City Moves went through a few changes and um, um, 
um, some of the um, the new um, leaders, I will say, um, I think that's a good term because they're very great leaders and, and good people. Mm-hmm. A few of them kind of reached out looking for um, some tutors to kind of take on more of the hip hop classes. Um, MC did it for, for quite a while with them. Um, before I came back from uni, I came back to Aberdeen and he said, um, do you know what, if you would like to, um, City Moves has given out, you know, opportunities for, for people to teach. And um, mm-hmm. I know that you're reliable and, uh, you know, you love to dance and to teach. So um, you would probably be quite a good fit. But, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to, you know, it's, it's freelance. You can take it on if you want. And I thought, let me give it a go. And, and yeah, that's, that's how I got involved. And it's, and it's been great so far. Oh, cool. So like, how long have you been doing that for now? Um, it must be coming on maybe two and a bit years now. Okay. Yeah, it was something like that. Before so a good fair bit then as well. So, you know, and was it kind of like the part of that that you enjoy in terms of like the teaching element or the dance? What do you enjoy about that? Um, probably the relationship aspects are probably the, the best. Um, it's, it's knowing that when I was growing up, I didn't have anyone, you know, sort of like inspiring me in, to try different things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably why I was so rigid with, I re- I just really want to play football. I don't want to do anything else. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, just do this. And then I feel like if I had someone, if I had a wacko coming into my school, um, you know, after school or, you know, during the lunch break, um, when we didn't have much to do, uh, let's just learn some hip hop dance. I, that would mm-hmm. really improved confidence, you know, um, given me like a, a new lease of, of trying different things. Um, who knows what else I would have tried doing? I don't know, maybe some mm-hmm. basketball, some tennis, all those different things. It's good to have, um, you know, exposure to different things, you know, you never know what you might enjoy. And then later on, mm-hmm. you can focus. Kids should should have the freedom to to be kids and, and do loads of different things. Because um, mm-hmm. I feel like pigeonholing yourself or putting yourself in a box of um, all my friends do this, so I should do that too, um, can be very limiting. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's the best thing um, about it is that we're exposing people to, to different things. And and you know different types of people you know mm-hmm. yeah no no you know no i really really agree it's really kind of a good thing to hear i do kind of feel like that my kind of generation that we definitely kind of pigeonhole ourselves in terms of actually different and new kind of experiences so it's kind of good to see that the younger generation just embrace every and any kind of new opportunity and just take it on fully you know and actually give things a try i think right. it's kind of like what i'm kind of recognizing i think you know with like the conversations i'm having um with like the likes of yourself and natalia and mc is that you know you, you it's, it's important to kind of come out of your comfort zone as well and i guess you probably see that a lot when you're teaching you know, like maybe some really kind of shy young people probably not that kind of certain about themselves but you kind of see that kind of longevity or that kind of story for them get more confident with dance as well exactly right right yeah people are coming completely out of their shells and you know becoming <laughs> yeah. we have really funny stories i'm sure mc would have told you some of them where um mm. some some kids would would come in you know um you know cursed and you know <laughs> just just not being <laughs> very particularly friendly but then later mm. on that same child 
would uh, would be correcting one of their friends later on, like, oh, you shouldn't <laughs> be saying things like that. <laughs> you almost have to do a double take, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's good. Yeah. No, no, it's good to see, obviously, you know, that what, what dance can bring, obviously, a lot of kind of like long-term positive kind of interactions. And I think a question that I've kind of asked like the previous guests as well, that obviously, you know, we're in a kind of pandemic and a very kind of a lot of uncertain times as well but how are you just kind of like adjusting to like the pandemic and then all the other kind of like issues like in terms of like black lives matter as well um with the uh yeah the pandemic um there was a for me personally it's been um it's been an opportunity to kind of focus on learning as much as I can and improving as much as I can in the, um, in the, in the things that, uh, I've kind of been doing already. Um, mainly, uh, this is where the Forex comes in. Um, it's a skill that you can, you can learn at home. And, um, I even have a few students that have been teaching. Um, okay. and it kind of gives you an extra form of, you know, income, you know, many people, you have your job, you have, um, if, if you're like me and you do dance teaching on the side as well, maybe you have something like that. Um, you have an extra skill. Um, you know, even that is kind of rare. You know, most people have, like we said, going back to the pigeonholing, um, they've kind of, you know, put themselves in one box and um, they don't have many other outlets or things to do. So when something like this happens, um, which I'm not sure it has, you know, in, in a lot of recent times, but when something like this happens, um, and it's possible that things like this may happen again in the future, um, it's very important to have, you know, an out or, um, you know, something that's actually, you know, an ingoing when you look at, mm-hmm. you know, accounts at the end of the month, you know, there's a lot of outgoings usually, but um, not many ingoings. So with Forex, it's not the only one. There's, there's a few other ways to, you know, invest in, and do things um mm-hmm. with your livelihood and stuff and, and help yourself but um that's kind of what um myself and some of my friends do um we've got a company called wealth nation um that we launched recently um rebranded um most of those friends um live in in london and around the uk um i'm heading it up in scotland you know just uh mm-hmm. um giving people that outlet you know in terms of uh yeah um the the harsh realities of of, of, of the pandemic as far as um mm-hmm. the um uh the injustices with uh you know black lives matter and all, all that um it can be very individual or something that you know people might not want to talk about because um they're not really sure if what they're saying you know can really change much or you know um affect the, the thingy but um personally i've had um um, very good sort of like friends around me or, you know, I've, I've, I've been, uh, sort of exposed to good people that really do want the best for me. So, um, I feel like it's important to kind of, um, pay attention to that too. And, uh, not always just, you know, who, who offended me or who hurt me or who did that, Mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, I feel like that's sort of something that I personally, if I was to talk about it, I would probably talk about the people who, were good to me or the people who, you know, helped me, um, Mm -hmm. um, get to where I am now and get the opportunities that I have now. Um, city moves being one of them, American football Mm -hmm. being another, um, um, 
I mean, I suppose that the trading business um, was <laughs> this dark with um, you know uh, an African <laughs> African British gentleman, but but still, it kind of counts as uh, you know <laughs> all kinds of different people you know um, can coexist and can you know um, um, you know be helpful. It's not everybody yeah. that's you know racist or whatever, <laughs> you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, do you know, I, I definitely feel like you know on like the really kind of like upsetting and like you know negative side of things that are kind of happening to people that look like us there's also the equally the the balance of the positive as well and like you know i definitely kind of agree with saying we have to kind of also kind of like talk about the the positives in our lives and the positive experiences that we we experience and you know and people that have supported us you know um over the years um but like for you, you know, moving forward, you know, obviously you kind of do a lot of kind of different things. Have you got any kind of up and coming projects that you'd want to kind of like share with the listeners? Um, up and coming projects. I think perhaps the easiest and the best way to sort mm-hmm. of uh, uh, get that out there and, you know, market all those things is to, is to plug my social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah of course <laughs> so yeah. so if you guys could you know follow me on instagram um, it would be quite easy to find wako w-a-k-o um and the handle is wako underscore um three was well, three eyes you know the roman numerals mm-hmm. um yeah so wako underscore three um and you can find most of what i do there i even have a link tree that you can okay you know um scroll through and uh, see a lot of what i do um and i'll try and post more often you know i know people like okay. to see some dancing <laughs> i know we've been talking yeah. about dancing a lot so yeah um if you guys follow me i might i might do some more videos for you. <laughs> okay cool a nice one no you know wacko um i really appreciate you coming on you know and being the final guest in this series of conversations so there's definitely no pressure for you there so yeah much, much appreciated man and you know thanks uh, again for agreeing to come on you know and just kind of like share your story with us I really appreciate it it was good it was exciting I'm glad you yeah. had me on <laughs> no worries man alright but thanks a lot and I'll see you soon man alright thank you thank you thanks So yeah, that was my conversation with Wacko. I want to thank him for coming on the podcast and sharing his story with us all. We really appreciate it. And as usual, guys, be sure to check out all his work on the links in the episode description. And yeah, and that's it. And that is the final episode in his series of special conversations in partnership with City Moves. I want to thank City Moves for hosting us today. Um, really appreciate it. And also, you know, be sure to check out all the work that City Moves has been getting up to recently. So I'm going to put all the links in there you know, to their website and social media in the episode description for you guys guys go and check out and yeah i'm gonna be back with more new episodes you know hopefully yes no not hopefully definitely before um, the end of the year so i really look forward to kind of sharing and, and have a kind of series of special conversations with you um so yeah take care guys and i'll see you soon